This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, VLORGTZ, and with me today, I have Laser Kid and Allison. Today, I'm on the news episode again. And I actually made it this time. Yes, we, we have people that are alive and moving. Because that's a thing. Who, who would have guessed? I thought Allison killed us all. Yet. I'm not dead yet. I swear. Allison, how much longer are we going to be alive? Uh, I give it about 30 to 40 minutes, Pop. Very badly burned and I've been shot, but I'm alive. <laughs> well, that's perfect, though, because there's just enough time to go through all the news from July about Demon Slayer. Sounds like a great way to spend my last few minutes on Earth. Let's do it. Yes, indeed. And we're going to be starting off with a bit of manga news, um, and that's that. The Demon Slayer spin-off Kimetsu Gakuen started in Psycho Jump as of the August 4th issue, which is technically like the September issue. And yeah, this is like a kind of gag type series based off of the little uh, shorts from the Demon Slayer anime. And it's being done by uh, Natsuki Hokami, uh, who is the creator of Hell, Ward, and Higama, the short-lived Shonen Jump manga from a few years ago. Did either of you read Hell, Ward, and Higama? I actually read the first chapter of that one, believe it or not. Gasp. The whole thing, and it was pretty good. I think it was before I started to give up on new jumps. Yeah, I, I remember reading the entire thing when it was out, and it, it was fun. I, I can tell why it got canceled because it kind of just didn't go anywhere, but it, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think now Trump's at the point where everything is either ended or on hiatus, so I gotta read more Mashy and the other new things. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of new hits coming out of Jump now, like Blue Box and Elusive Samurai. But yeah, uh, uh, Hokami didn't have much success with Higuma, though, but I'm sure he'll have uh, success with. Uh, Kimetsu Gakuen, since, well, it's a Demon Slayer property. It would be hard for it not to be successful. Exactly. And hopefully we get it in English soon, because uh, this seems like it would be pretty fun. I mean, we got the uh, My Hero gag series, MHA Smash. So I think this would be another fun series to bring over to English, and I think it would be a decent read for English readers. How could they make Demon Slayer work as in, like, a boring, generic anime high school setting? I mean, I feel like anything can work in a high school setting. You just gotta spice it up a bit. Yeah, that's true. Titan had a pretty good one. Yeah, that's true. But we're now gonna move into some stuff that actually is gonna be available in English. And that's because Viz recently had their own batch of license announcements in July. And that included two Demon Slayer licenses, um, including Demon Slayer, the official coloring book, which will be just a coloring book of uh, Demon Slayer stuff, because that's what a coloring book is. But the bigger thing is 
the Demon Slayer spinoff manga, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, Stories of Water and Flame. This is a series of side stories done by uh, Ryoji Hirano, who was the mangaka behind Boze Beats, and now does a fairly popular manga called Fate Type Red Line, which is a spinoff of the uh, massive Fate series. Um, but I remember reading a bit of this a while back in like Japanese, and it was pretty dang good. So I'm very happy to see it brought over. Uh, this also includes uh, Hirano's gag series as well, uh, Kimetsu no Aima, which were these like one-page uh, gag chapters that were released uh, every week alongside the anime's Japanese broadcast. So uh, it's really cool that this will be uh, available for English readers finally. Yay. And uh, both side stories uh, are focused on the Hashira, primarily Giyu and Rengoku. So if you're uh, thirsting for some more Giyu and Rengoku content, uh, this will have your fix. How could you not? Yes, exactly. Yeah, so both this and the coloring book will be out in spring 2022, so I know I'll definitely be picking them up. Um, and yeah, it'll it'll be a good time. Maybe we'll cover it on the podcast. Also, another great license, Dragon Quest Die. Heck yeah, yeah Dragon Quest Die! Dragon Quest Die was uh, probably the most surprising license out of that batch. Yeah. Thing. That's an old manga. But hey, I'm happy. Any old manga that comes back, I'm happy to see it. I'm an old man, so I can read old manga. It's fine. But speaking of things having to come back, uh, Shoeisha recently had to replace a bunch of reproductions of Demon Slayer chapter manuscripts that they sold after uh, creator Gotage intervened in the process. So Shoeisha was essentially selling these reproduction manuscripts of the final chapters of Demon Slayer, but when fans got them, they realized that like they weren't actually the manuscripts. They were like what appeared to be stretched versions of the magazine printing with some of the drawings cut off. And these were, like, pretty expensive, like, items. It was, like, $350 to get these things. So to have it kind of just be, like, uh, this half-baked product didn't jive well with people. And uh, a spokesperson from Shoeisha uh, told Asahi Shinbun that they were very sorry about how the product turned out. And, uh that uh, the reproductions were varying due to more mangas uh, creating their stuff digitally, which, oh, okay. So what happened here is Anaplex got involved in mangas, what I'm hearing. <laughs> I guess so. But essentially, Shueisha ended up refunding about, like, uh, 35% of the 472 copies sold from uh, the Jump Festa versions, and uh, they didn't initiate a full recall until Gotage wrote to Shueisha and said these are not worthy to be called reproductions of my work. So uh, Gotage is the goat. Yes, Gotage went ahead and roasted them for the fans. I guess we can add this to the list of shady shit Shueisha does. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it definitely seems like a very big slip-up to have like an item this expensive not actually be what people were expecting. But from what I've heard, they've been replaced now, and the new item that's went out to people is the actual thing. So, that's good to hear. That is good, yeah. 
And speaking of things that are good to hear, Funimation announced in July that they will be simulcasting Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Entertainment District Arc, or I guess Season 2 would be the simpler way to say it. Yay! This actually get a date or not? This is the weird thing. So, all the promotions for Entertainment District keep saying that it's streaming in 2021. But we don't know when in 2021 it's coming out. By process of elimination, it would have to be fall. But you'd think by now they'd just say fall. We don't want to put ourselves into a strict date. It could be late fall. But it has to be October, because that's when all the anime from the previous season end, and they have to fill in the time slot, and I, I don't know anymore. Uh, it could be like a Titan situation where it just has a very weird date within like the time window. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Like, yeah, they're being coy. Yeah, but I guess since they keep saying 2021, it'll probably come out in 2021. We can only hope. Yeah, and uh, when it does, we'll be watching on Funimation, I guess. Which I mean, cool. It was either going to be Funimation or Crunchyroll, so process of elimination. Why yep. not both? Yep, we're going to have to deal with their shitty ass subtitles. I mean, with the recent uh, acquisition of Crunchyroll by Sony, who knows, maybe they could uh, put it on both. I feel like it would be beneficial to put it on both, but who, who I, knows? I feel the same way, but who knows? Yeah. But moving away from anime... Uniqlo is teaming up with Demon Slayer for a new line of collab t-shirts. And if you've never bought from Uniqlo, they're like a fashion brand. They actually do a lot of collabs with different anime and manga companies. They've done ones for like Dragon Ball and the entirety of Shonen Jump and Shonen Magazine. Um, So this is another really cool one. They showed off a few of the shirts here. Um, Some of them are like just a picture of like a... Tanjiro, all the Hashira, Giyu, Nezuko, uh, a really cool Zenitsu one. So yeah, they, they, these look really dope, and they're going to be on sale at the end of August, I believe, August 30th. Um, and yeah, I, I think I'll probably pick a few of these up. Yeah, I my anime t-shirts, so yeah. Yeah, dude, modeling the Tanjiro one looks mad cute, man. Yeah, I love how in the model pictures, they're all doing the poses of the characters. Like, it's a really nice touch. Like, uh, you have the one with the, doing the Zenitsu one, doing Zenitsu's pose, like, in the actual graphic tee. And, like, uh, for one of the kids' t-shirts, you have one of the girls doing, like, Nezuko's kind of, like, uh, uh, claw-like, uh, thing with, like, her hands. It's really cool. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm always up for more anime merch. Yay, merch! And our last piece of news is a, a bit of a interesting one, and that's that at the uh, Tokyo 2020 Olympics, or I guess the 2021 Olympics, I guess the, like, they're still called the 2020 Olympics, even though it's 2021, so I, I don't know, it's weird. Um, but essentially, they closed the ceremony with... A ska version of the Demon Slayer opening, Gurenge, by uh, Lisa. I'm really trying to struggle to think what that would sound like, because I don't think that fits very well. But it, maybe they made it work. I'm going to try to find the video right now. One sec. Ah, uh, okay. 
Oh, I think I found it. Um, one sec. Let me link it to you guys in the Discord. Oh, okay. I figured out where I heard this orchestra from. Yeah, so I mean, like, this sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually pretty impressed. Yeah, and I mean, the Olympics are like its whole can of worms this year. Arguably, they probably shouldn't have even happened, because, uh... Probably not the best time to have an event that big, but uh, I guess it's cool that Demon Slayer got to close it off. Oh, we gotta chase those demons out of there. The demons called the virus? Huh? Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I, it was kind of cool seeing a lot of the more pop culture uh, nods at this Olympics. Like, I think during one of the basketball events, they played the slam dunk opening. Oh my god, that's beautiful. Yeah, so uh, the, the it's a it's a nice little nod to anime fandom, even though there's probably a lot of reasons behind there being so much anime and video game music as opposed to uh, original compositions. I'll I'll let people look into that themselves because I don't want to get into that on this podcast. But uh, that about does it for news. We got through this pretty quick. We did. It's a lot of news, but it's a lot of, hey, that's a thing! Did you know that's also a thing? Yeah, I mean, we're we're getting to the cusp of us being very busy with Demon Slayer stuff if Season 2 actually does come out this year, so... Oh man, th- it's, that's uh, gonna be fun. Yeah, this is more, more so the calm before the storm. And we'll see how we're feeling in a few months when... Hopefully season two is underway and we'll have to be doing like weekly episodes for it. But until then, let's uh, run free and enjoy the remaining minutes of our lives. Excellent. So, Laser, where can people find you? I'm well beside the graveyard. You can find me on uh, Twitter at LaserKidPrime. Uh, and you can find my Toonami Focus editorials on Toonami Faithful as well occasionally on the Toonami Faithful podcast. And also the Dumbweaves podcast. Awesome. And, Allison, where can people find you? It's me on 900 on Twitter.com. Also found on Dumbweebs podcast. Sometimes popping in somewhere in the MHA podcast. And it'll be somewhere, maybe, in the future. Hmm, awesome. And yeah, people can find me on Twitter at VLORGTZ. And then I write various things for all-comic.com, as well as tsunamifaithful.com, mainly editorials, anime, and manga reviews, and all that good stuff. And then I do a bunch of podcasts besides this one. Uh, the primary ones are Oversoul Shaman King podcast, at Shaman King Pod, Dumb Weebs podcast, like Laser and Allison mentioned, at Dumb Weebs Pod, Saturday Night Shoggy, at Sat Night Shoggy, and then uh, the Toonami Faithful podcast on Twitter at Toonami Podcast. And as far as the Demon Slayer podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at Podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast, and on the Toonami Faithful website itself at ToonamiFaithful.com slash Podcast. And the podcast is on basically every platform out there at this point. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, you name it, we're there. So just go look us up, subscribe, write us a review, uh, do all that good stuff. But that about does it for this episode, so we will see you guys later. <laughs>